Um, so let's, let's just do it this way. Um, my name is Gary S. I'm a compulsive gambler. Today's date is May 20th, um, 2013. We're working on step two. Um, came to the belief that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to a normal way of thinking and living. All right. Who would like to take the first step back? We'll all jump in, yeah. Marty, you want to jump in? Um, all right, I guess. Uh, my name is Marty B. I'm a compulsive gambler. My last bet was December the 8th, 1967. And uh, even though it was 45 years ago, I can, I can vividly remember the first meeting I came to. I was, uh, you know, some people come in and they're, 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 so they got to be conned into coming in or uh the uh, uh the parole board or the probation officer or somebody tells him he's got to go to a meeting in my case the reason i came to my first meeting was because uh i was told about this thing 45 years ago this gamblers anonymous and my wife the night before had said that she was leaving me and i was over and it was all ending my life was going to i never expected that anything good was going to happen but let me check this out so I had all sorts of problems. I had an unbelievable uh, situation for a 29-year-old guy with two kids living in a roach-infested apartment in Brooklyn, and uh, and uh, a wife who hated his guts. And and here I am. I walk into this meeting, and uh, sitting at the head of the table was a guy who had a magnificent suit and tie. And I remember his name. His name was Bart C., who's no longer here. He died not long after that. He was a young guy, but he had a heart condition, he died. But he celebrated three years. And I could not believe, the guy said, I haven't made a bet for three years, and I thought that was absolutely amazing. How is that possible that somebody can not gamble for three years and say he's a compulsive gambler? And it was a pretty good-sized meeting, and, you know, in 45 years ago, they didn't have many meetings in the United States, much less on the East Coast. And he he talked about uh, how his life had changed and everything else. And there were other people that got up and said, uh, I, I bought a house. And I thought, what? I bought a house? Not possible. And his wife loves him and this and that. And so all of a sudden, I, I kind of understood that something special was going on here. And I wanted it. And I wanted a part of it. And I didn't know how to get it. And keep in mind that 45 years ago, step meetings were not, were not, and they didn't have them. They didn't even talk about it. We read the 12 steps at the beginning of the meeting, but basically nobody really talked about them. It was all war stories and what are you doing? How are you doing it? Have a pressure meeting. Straighten out your dollars and cents and come on. There was nothing, people didn't talk about recovery and spirituality. Uh, it was, it was, Early on, it was an. It, we're 50 years in, in, in old, basically, or 52 years old, on the East Coast, and I was at 45, so they really didn't have much to give or to offer in those areas. That came later, but this step two was a mystery to me. I mean, it came to believe the power greater than ourselves. I'm a Jewish guy. I go to synagogue on on Yom Kippur. What are you talking about? I don't get that. Figure it out for me. Will you somebody tell me what that really means? And I and, I, and it took me years to, to figure it out. I didn't. I came from an Orthodox background, and I was not an Orthodox. I didn't practice that way. I was not a religious guy at that time. In fact, the six months before, well, let's see, I had three months. I, was, uh, I came in December. 
I didn't go to synagogue for the high holidays. It was the first time and the only time in my entire life that I did that. It was the most devastating thing when I think about it because I didn't want to spend the $15 that it was, that it cost then, ticket to go to synagogue. I didn't want to spend it because I didn't feel it was appropriate. Here I am on a, you know, act and gambling and what am I going to go to synagogue for? So at the end of the day, um, that kind of thing in the beginning of my career in GA was a mystery. It took years and years to figure it out. And I understand what it means. This power, this unbelievable power that they talk about is your own, of, of your own thought making, you know, there are people um, that um, speak about this in a very intelligent way. Uh, I heard Rabbi Tversky in Booker Tone this year. He said that there is no correlation, none whatsoever, between religion and spirituality. Each of those things have their place. Religion has its place in your life. And spirituality has its place. They're two totally different things. They have no relevance to each other. And he said, if you really want to know what the definition of spirituality is, it is getting up every day and saying to yourself, today I want to be a better person than I was yesterday. I heard this brilliant man, 87 years old, speak about that. And they blew me right out of the way. After 45 years, I just heard this guy say these things. And the second step came right into my face. This is what it means. It means this power greater than ourselves, this ability to think and learn and understand and recover and grow and build a life in GA comes with a sense of spirituality that you are. You want to be a, a good person. You want to be a good husband, a good father, a good per a good owner, a good employee, a good human being. That's what the second step all of a sudden came clear, that the purpose of it is for you to understand that GA is, you know, they mentioned gambling only briefly. It could be any kind of poison you want, but this emotional illness that we all deal with is is it's just uh, just our lives have become unimaginable. That's number one. Now, number two, our lives can become unimaginable if you take this belief that there is a greater power than yourself that can, you know, get you to this new place in your life. And it's been wonderful for me. It's 45 years, and each and every week, including last night, at my meeting last night, I learn something. I hear something. I get something. And when I came in, I was 29 years old, 29, and I just, and now I'm 75. A long time, it's a lifetime. And the one reason why I still come to meetings and go to meetings and I haven't made a bet in 45 years is because of this and other steps, but this particular one, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves can lead us to a normal way of thinking and living. And by the way, everybody else has a different normal. Normal is where you are a happy person, where you, you spread good stuff among yourselves and your children and your family and your friends, and you do good things. You know, people like Gary, who do good things, does good things just as a normal way of thinking and living. That's what he does. And that's why I love him so much. And I, and I want to say that guys like you, him teach me how I need to be. 
And that's why GA is such a successful thing. Thanks a lot for letting me. Thank you, Mari. Who, who is next that wanted to talk? Come on. Either Haim or off. Uh, a or B. All right. Haim? Haim. Haim H. I'm a compulsive gambler. Um, so came to um, believe that there's a power greater than ourselves. So that could restore restore sanity. So that for me was um I mean I didn't properly do the steps, but um <laughs> I'll say it anyways. For me, you know, after step one, saying that it's unmanageable. Second um the second step was easy. Even though I, I didn't grow up I didn't grow up with such a fearful guy. I always believed in God. I always, you know, you know, believed he wanted me to ultimately just be happy. Um, and knew, you know, that he had my back. You know, the stuff that I've done, you know, I, I wouldn't be alive without him. It wasn't, you know, normal things, which, um, you know, normal circumstances that you always walk out of life from. So when I came to um, believe that he could restore me to sanity, also made me believe much stronger the the disease of the addiction. That you know the the whole process is insanity over and over again, and and um, and that that's what it is. It, it wasn't something that I that I powered over. And, you know, when I came to that understanding, you know, that really brings me peace of mind all the time also that, you know, that whole thing is um, a power, a power greater than myself. Um, you know, things, you know, you got to live life on life terms, you know, things are not, not up to you. And, that, and that's what I'm doing, you know, living life on life terms sure. and, you know, keeping a connection to my God that wants me to be happy. Um, so when I asked him, you know, it was a situation where I was at this, um, this retreat in, um, in, um, it was in Boca Raton a few months ago, a little after I placed my, um, last bet and, um, a day after I put down my last drug, um, over there I had, um, let's say a moment where, um, you know, I kind of, I felt God, you know, looking at me, and I went outside, and, you know, with tears in my eyes, I literally asked him to, you know, after hearing about step two and all that, I literally said to him, you know, I'm begging you, I can't do this myself, please restore me to sanity, you know, and, you know, that really, that just, that, that hit it off for me, um, you know, I, I had to believe that, I mean, I came to believe it. Um, you know, it wasn't forced for me. I know a lot of people, you know, they struggle with that too. For me, it was just, you know, it was a, it was a surrender to God. And, and, you know, he, that it's, and the, that, that's really it. Um, that's my basic understanding of step two. And, um, how I put, how I put it into my everyday life is just, you know, the disease is insanity. You know, God restored me to sanity. Um, I didn't, I didn't fully lose the desire yet, but, you know, I did at first, and I was coming back, and I see a friend of mine buy a couple scratch off, and, you know, it kind of plants the speed of my brain, but I have the ability now that with the connection to God that I have, you know, I have the ability to, you know, right away take it out of my head, like, I'm not going back to that insanity, that's not, you know, that's not what I'm supposed to be doing, that's not what I want to be doing, 
Um, thank you. Thank you. Bob, you or me, who wants to go? Doesn't make a difference. Bobby? Yeah, you can go first. Okay. Um, Gary S. Uh, Serenity, March 23rd, 1997. Um, you know, um, Monty brought up some good stuff, and, and um, I have a, a good friend from Germany that's staying with me um, that's in two other programs, nine and, and, and GA. And um, we were talking about this step. Um, we we're talking about a lot of things, um, but we were talking about this step, and he reminded me, and, and I gave this on a Thursday night, the part of this therapy. Um, he reminded me about um, a higher, a, a power greater than I. I. I came in totally as a wreck. All right, so um, you know the 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 thing of um, understanding my powerlessness over my gambling. Um, was there to begin with. There was no more fight, no more anything else left in me. Um, so step one, I, I got right off the bat. Um, step two, though, um, I, I've been a religious person my whole life. I, I, um, I'm Lutheran, and, and I was going to be a pastor, believe it or not, uh, when, when I was younger. Um, and, and then I got involved in the drugs and the drinking and, and the gambling, and you know that went right out the, the wall. Um, but in, when I first came in, um, one of my solid rooms was in, in this church, um, and the meeting was downstairs, and um, the church hall itself was up um, on the main level. And, and after the meeting, um, I, I and, and I didn't remember this until speaking to my I had put it in a bag, not that I forgot about it, it just hasn't been talked about in a while. But after the meeting, um, I, I used to come upstairs to the church and, and sit in the back in, in the last pew in the church on it and, and sat there literally in tears, literally my head in my hands, um, and, and asking God to release me of this pain. And, and I didn't care what it meant. You know, kill me, put me in a grave, God, or, or you know, take the pain away from me. It, it, it was just so horrific to me, this pain, on an ongoing basis. And, and, and I had the pain for, for many months, you know, six, nine, ten. I don't know how long that pain was um, that I had. All right? I, I know I came out of my depression a year and a half after coming into program. That I know. Um, but the pain that was deep embedded into me, um, I'm not sure how long that was in there. But I remember every week going to my meeting, um, trying to speak, all right, and, and, and maybe speaking and, and maybe just bullshitting a little bit just, just to be talking and being part of the meeting itself and getting some of the stuff out. But the deep pain still laid in me. And, and, when when I used to go up um, into church and, and and pray, God, just just take this pain and and it, it it was it's hard to describe the pain that I was going through, you know. Um, I, I I don't know even even know if I can, but you know it 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 it, it was deep and 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 not sharp like a knife in me, just explosive. <clears throat> Eating away at me is probably the best way I could describe it. You know, this pain was inside my heart, my soul, and my brain, and, and it was literally eating away at me all the time. And I guess that's the pain that I, I could talk about 
because that's well, that's what feels like it was. Um, and 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 I did this for such a long time, and and being a religious person, it, it was it, it it was comforting to to talk to God in in that manner, saying you know get rid of this friggin' pain or, or or kill me, you know, do something or another, but don't let me hang in in, in limbo with this pain for such a long time, and um and eventually it it got released and. My life started to improve, and and I was able to talk about God and and um, not as a higher power, where some people talk about it, the rooms or the your sponsor. I I got to talk about God as God, um, and and um, those those meetings with with God in that church pew after a while um, was a thank you um, for releasing that pain with me, um, and 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 just. Walking through my recovery because I went to that room a good seven, eight years, if not longer, in in my recovery in the beginning of it, um, and and you know I remember going through that pain and then eventually thanking God for releasing that pain that was in me, um, and and nobody, <laughs> nobody but God um, could take that pain away from me. You know, um, He did it, and and you know it. it it, it got me to believe in, in God once again, you know, on, on the greater power than myself. Um, because all through my gambling, um, and I don't know if it's true with, uh, with horse players or casinos, but all through my gambling on my sports, I thought I was God. You know, like, especially when, um, you know, I would bet the board, um, and, and playing 40, 60 plus games a night and, 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 my goal was to hit 55% of the games, you know, to be ahead like the bookmakers are, to be ahead by 55, 60% of the games. And I would be really happy for that for the course of the week. And, and, and therefore, I, I used to play God and, and not even think about, and this is something new here in my head talking about this, not even thinking about the consequences that was going on because I was God-fearing. You know, I was God Almighty. You know, so maybe possibility, you know, in, in tonight's thought, maybe that's why I believed in God and myself, you know, that I could control my outcome um, by betting and, and, and keeping me into the bet during that time. All right. Crazy as it sounds, but I know you guys understand it. Um, but I, I, you know, I, I think of that now. It, it's, it's the first time I ever thought about it in, in, in that light, um, about God, uh, me being God during my betting times, thinking I could do this, you know, that I was in control. And, and, and you know, coming into program and understanding step one, that I'm powerless over um, my addiction, and then coming to believe that I'm really I'm powerless over my whole life. My whole life was unmanageable because of all the crap that I did and, and you know, that God soul that I thought I was, um, and, and, and now coming to believe a power greater than me, um, I guess that took a lot of work to do to, to really get to see that, um, as I'm seeing it now. You know, maybe not when I saw it back then in, in the church pew and, and thanking God to release it from me. Um, I know I didn't see it then. Um, but now I do, you know. Um, so... It works. It works. And, and I really like how this is working out, too. Um, that's it for this week. Ah, oh, you're next.
All right, thank you. I'll be H. Composed camera last that October 17, 2012. Okay. Uh, the first step, the second step. I haven't really worked on it too much, um, but I'll give you my few cents uh, from, from what I understand. Um, understand what, what's the exact step? Actually, I don't want to. Uh, no problem. Yeah. Step two, come to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to a normal way of thinking and living. Harvey, you know this very well. <laughs> you know, I know. I didn't want to uh, repeat it wrong. Um, Go ahead. All right. So, I, I haven't, I have can't come to believe that there's a power greater than me. And understanding that, obviously, from my background and things, um, we've always been taught to believe in God and this and that, but it, you know, it, it changed a lot because he, we taught a lot of things and brought up in many different ways that when you really want to understand it from an outside position or, or you know, it's much different. And that's something I've been struggling with my whole life besides, you know, even before getting But when, you know, when I came to the rooms and things like that and People, and you have to give over. Basically, you. This is basically what happened. I came to the rooms, and I understood that the room was the power. And I'm not going to speak about God now, but the room was a power greater than myself. And I, it just shows from all the people that go through the room and are successful after the shittiest lives possible, where they're ready to kill themselves, where you know they're ready to lose their family, their houses, everything. And every minute that they ever worked in their life for, they're ready to give up. And so the room, so the, obviously there's something about the program which works. And I'm a stubborn person. I don't, I don't like doing the thing, the way the things the way the way people do them. But I was desperate, and I needed to. And I saw, you know, that the room had a lot of potential for me, and that's where that's the only way out, basically, for me that there was. So that's basically where I attribute attribute, uh, a power greater to myself. God, that's, uh, to me, it's two separate things. You know, the room is one thing, and I believe that's a tool that God gave me, but God, I don't, I can't say I understand, you know, 100%, because I believe it's extremely complicated. So um, when when it comes to that, yes. Do I believe in God? Yes. Um, to my understanding and things like that, but the definitely the room had a lot. Uh, it, it, it's my higher power, and obviously, um, I wouldn't. I, I gave everything up to it, and I'm happy I did because I did it, and I didn't give it up. And after even trying two, three times and relapsing, um, but when I finally did give up, give in, and then. Uh, you know, point, you know, higher power, which was the room for that time being to direct me. Everything turned around. My life turned around. Not only the gambling, all the underlying issues that I was blinded to because they were all suppressed. And it's been it's been a great help, and there's a huge journey ahead of me, but life, and I, I didn't even start working on the second step, but life is already turning around. And it's a very powerful step and powerful program. Thank you.